Hi there. <laughs> you are watching and listening to Sipping Off the Cup on Tequila Aficionado Media on all of our channels. I'm Mike Morales here in San Antonio. That gentleman out there is Jim Johnston in Youngstown, Ohio. And Jim and I have uh, had the distinction of tasting and dissecting uh, Los Arango tequila. Now, if you've heard this before, uh, it, it, it's got national distribution. Uh, can you see that okay, Jim? Yes, I can. Okay. Um, and um, honestly, we were, we were really shocked by how good the Blanco is. And, and for those of you who know more about where this is coming from, that's great. But what we're going to do, as, as we have been doing lately, is we're going to taste the juice first. Then we're going to tell you all the ins and outs and the particulars. So bear with me. I'm going to grab my, my Stasel Jarrito for, uh, uh, for – actually, I'm using the one for Mezcal, which has got a wider mouth. And um, let's see. Now – Oh, that's interesting. But that's a plastic cap, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. It's a screw top. Uh, Smells a little bit. I think I'm getting something off the, st the stick, stick them from the uh, label here. Yeah, it doesn't smell natural. Uh, I hope that's all it is. Yeah, I, I hope it's from the cap and not the juice. Yeah, me too. Uh, you know, um, but anyway, uh, let's see. Okay, let me, let me just pour some in here. My screen's a little messed up here right now. Oh, that's a pretty color. Yeah, wow. it is. A lot darker in this bottle, and I think it's just because of the way the light's hitting with the label on it. A little lighter in here, but a real nice... It's got a nice Irish whiskey color to it. Yeah, it does, uh, <laughs> doesn't it? Um, now, they, they sent us a, a... We don't have any POS per se, but they did send us a, a, a press release, which is how... Um, how uh, uh, I got a hold of, of them the, in the first place. Um, uh, let's see if they even tell us. Um, supposedly, this uh, tequila, they, they, they wait at least eight years uh, to harvest the agave. Uh, they have uh, special yeast that they're using, and I would imagine it's proprietary yeast that they're using off the... Uh, uh, off their own agave and um, now here's something interesting that I, I'm reading uh, Jim from the press release it is uh, it is double it was it's column distilled and I know that that particular distillery has a column still I do know that okay uh, so so obviously they're 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 mass producing this this baby you know a lot Right. Uh, okay, so let's see what we, what we get as far as smell. Oh. I'm not, I'm, that's. That's got, that's got char smell like the barrel, like a bourbon barrel. Is that what you're getting? That's almost like smoke. Yeah. That's almost like, like a mezcal, severe smoke. But not not fresh smoking. That the smoke is rising from the wood. What the what the ember smells like at the end? It it smells like char. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's that's a significant char. 
And now that it's opening up a little bit, that's starting to go away. Some of the alcohol is coming back up through it. But that's that's the first real dominant smell is that char smell. Yeah. Uh, again, beautiful color. Uh, I'm not getting a lot of legs and tears initially on this glass. It's it's just now starting to 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 drip um, slowly. It is visually attractive. I will say that. It I, is. I wish they would tell us how long it's being rested. That's one thing that, that I'm not. I don't have notes on. Now I tell you what, and, and I am a big fan of peated scotches, where that smoke is in the nose and it's in the flavoring. Right. And it's peat smoke. This is more like char smoke, but as this is opening up, it's kind of developing where that, that char smell is evening out with the rest of the nose and giving it almost a, a peated whiskey nose to it. It's uh, not as abrupt now that I'm smelling it. It's starting right. to get a little bit more vegetal from the agave. and Well, you know, it's interesting that I'm, I'm getting, I, I want to say something reminiscent of like wet leather. Yes. Like, yes. like you spill leather on your boots or on a belt or something or a wallet, you know, you get that and it starts to diffuse, you know, it, off the leather. You, you, it picks up the leather smell. But I'm surprised like a, at how a much. Tan, like a tanned leather. Right. I'm surprised, though, at how much I get both of those things with that vegetal. This is rested for a while, I'm sure. But the yeah. agave kind of hits on the nose and it's starting to blend. And now I'm picking up a little bit of a hint of baking spice sweetness at the back. See, I'm still not, and we're using the wider mouth, which is you know, typically we, when we do the, the mezcals, we'll use this jarrito. Um, sometimes it's if I run out of glassware, this is my go-to. Um, so we're getting the full-blown, you know, effect. Right. As it's, as it's opening up. I'm going to dive in, you know, because yeah. this is really interesting to me. Yeah, let's taste it. See what see what we get. Whoa. That pepper's still there. Yeah. Um it's much sweeter. Yeah. Intake. Um, I, I got more of the, more of the subtle, you know, I'm not sure if this is, this is whiskey or bourbon, you know, cause it smells like a bourbon, but it's reacting like a whiskey. Yeah. I mean, I'm just getting at the corners here, a little bit of that charred barrel flavor and the way this is going down. What I think was the baking spice that I was getting just a hint of on the nose and a little of the baking spice sweetness that I got here is reminiscent of a bourbon barrel imparting something onto this where it really picked up the characteristics of that charred wood and the sweetness and the char give it almost like a baked molasses or baked kind of spice sweetness. Do you find any bitterness on the on the rear of the palate? 
you know what? It's I, I think that Annis is hitting a little bit further back now. <clears throat> it was mid palate on the Blanco. Yeah. And there's and it's not bitterness. It's more like a just a quick licorice hit, like a little bit of anise, but with some some tang on it. Okay. Um. Wow. The I mean, this the, has the, got a lot of complexity in the flavors here. This is there's really lot, there's a lot of um. There's there's a lot going on, and it's almost over the top. Almost, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do the same thing we did earlier with the blanco. I'm gonna pour some in my hand like I'm like I'm using hand sanitizer, okay? And we're gonna diffuse some in our hands. Wow, got a lot of alcohol. Yeah. You know, we diffuse it uh, in our hands a little bit. Inhale. Now my hands are stickier. A little bit, but I would say that that's probably picking up some of the glycerin out of the wood. Right. It's right. not. It's not chemical sticky or tacky so, like sugar. It's naturally occurring, probably. Yeah. Uh, if it's a if it's double distilled in a in a in a col column still, it's probably not picking up uh, glycerin from distillation so much as from the barrel. You know, th this is this is drinking like a scotch. Okay. It this is. is drinking like a scotch. And it's drinking like a peated or a smoked scotch, but with very... There's actually a bourbon barrel scotch out there that, that's very reminiscent of this char and baking spice flavor where you get that, you know, the alcohol is there. The, the char is there. The... The sweetness is subtle, but it's still there. And then you get that little bit of a burn in the back that's almost like the anise plus the burn makes it slightly bitter. And it's really... Um, I like it. I like yeah. it. I'm, I'm really intrigued because, like you said, it, it's, it's drinking like a scotch. You know, the smell... I was expecting more bourbon, and it went yeah. in like a whiskey. And you know, you and I did did the the Dewars. Um, we we broke down Dewars uh, Illegal Smooth, which is it is uh, aged in in the Illegal um, uh, Mescal barrels. And, yep. and literally, Jim took me by the hand and and led me through this this Scotch tasting because I'm not a big Scotch guy. Um, I'm I'm a big fan of Scotch barrels. Tequila rested in Scotch barrels, uh, especially with with T1 and Tirso Llorona, um, and others, because there are others who are using it. But yeah, this one, this one doesn't. Um, I mean, I'm not getting a lot of agave. It's it's really a lot of it, it's more Scotch and wood forward, as opposed to getting any kind of and 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 the, if the now this is of course. Assuming that they're using the Blanco, that the Los Arango Blanco, if that's right. the base, if that's the base juice. Well, I, I assume they are because of the peppery flavor that, that, that we got on the front, that I got on the front, was just like the Blanco. I mean, it was really a lot like the Blanco. Wow, this is a really heavily charred nose. Yeah, it really is. 
This would be a great cigar reposado, really. I think. Oh, you know what? We're drinking the Anejo. We're drinking the Anejo, yeah. Okay, that's right. Sorry, excuse me. Uh, I, I think we, we, we went out of order. That was, that was our, our thing. Which uh, is okay. It's okay. That's all right. That's all right. It doesn't really matter. It'll be fine. So, okay. So now, now, I, now this all makes sense to me. Jeez, I got to read the label. <laughs> um, now this all makes sense to me. This is a full-bodied tequila. Uh, this would stand up to a good cigar, too, wouldn't you say? Uh, I think it would. I think it would definitely hold up to a cigar. Okay. Um, I think with, like, the scotches that I like to drink um, with a cigar, I think that it would probably complement the smoke a lot more than you would expect because the, the, the char on this and the smoke flavor on this is actually going to prepare your mouth for more of the flavor profile that comes through on the cigar, at least in my opinion. No, you're probably right. Um, let me let's give the, let's give some quickly some ins and outs just so you you folks know uh, what where this is coming from. Um, this is coming from the um, we'll give you the gnome on this one. It is gnome thirteen sixty eight. Uh, it is uh, Los Arango, which is actually named after um, uh, Pancho Villa. It is produced by Tequilera Corralejo. And now this is the, from what I understand, this is the only distillery that is available uh, that right now, or the most famous one in, in Guanajuato, which is one of the growing regions. Um, and and the, 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 the flagship brand... This distillery is Corralejo, which uh, uh, which has been known to have a diffuser. Uh, but both Jim and I determined that the Blanco is not a diffuser tequila. And I got to say, Jim, as far as robust and full-bodied Añejos, I, I'm, I'm right there with you. I like it because it, it's sweet on the intake. I was imagining on the nose it was going to be more bourbon forward. It's not. Yeah, uh, I, I. It's very. It, it does still hold up all the characteristics of tequila with, a, but adopting a lot of the barrel stuff that comes with a, a bourbon or a scotch. Yeah. Um, so if you're a, a scotch head, or uh, you know, like 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 Jim is, because. Uh, and, and and hopefully when you folks have seen this or will see it, because uh, we have this is a, our biggest year ever for tasting. So we're we're booking right now. We're we're actually scheduling out till November. We have oh, so wow. many tequilas out there, and we're we're posting twice a week. And it looks like we're going to wind up having to post three different tastings a week. So we're wow. we're that and 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 books, and so we're we're not just sitting around just drinking, right? Um, but it it's it seems to me that uh, if you folks have not hopefully by by the time you this airs you will have seen the the doers I believe it's already been out um, the the doers illegal smooth that Jim and I did revisit <clears throat> Jim actually takes me through the the what to expect in in when you're drinking scotch and what we pulled out of that uh, I I was it was really weird how he pulled out 
characteristics of scotch, and I was able to discern the characteristics of 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 the mezcal that were right. there present. It was really kind of fun. It was it was a fun um, a, a duality that worked. Oh yeah, it it was, and it was. Um, it, this is very reminiscent of that in that. Unlike it being a scotch where you've got to pick up the mezcal portion of it, this is tequila, but it's very easy for me to pick up the scotch portion of this because it's the technique that does that, but it still retains all the tequila notes it has to hit. And I think this is picked up much more of the good qualities of the barrel it rested in than a lot of the Anejos we've tasted. It, it yeah. really picked them up well and, and carried them well. Um, you know, I, again, didn't want to like it, but I did. <laughs> I, think, I think it's a Brand of Promise nominee in that yep. Idaho category. Uh, you know, just to, just to reiterate, we received their press release uh, in, in uh, April, uh, and it's not telling us which of their, uh, which of their uh, uh, expressions one, but it won a double gold medal in 2020 San Francisco World Spirits competition. Uh, so it's not a, you know, I don't know if that means anything to you folks, but it's it's not a, um, it's no slouch. And uh, they right. had a, uh, they were going to have a, a big um, rollout uh, for, you know, hopefully culminating in Cinco de Mayo. But, you know, with, with the, where, where we are right now in the pandemic, uh, that all those plans kind of went by the wayside probably. But anyway, that's going to happen in September too. September to Mayo. Yeah, September to Mayo. So September uh, to Mayo to Derby to Masters to <laughs> all the things that got canceled. They're rolling into one like two weekends of everything that I do from the beginning of the spring until the middle of the fall is going to happen in two weeks. So if I survive that, well, it'll talk be about, talk about a wardrobe change. <laughs> oh, it's going to be stupid. I'm going to uh, you know it's going to be. Whatever we're going to celebrate Cinco de Mayo on, they're going to play. They're going to run the Kentucky Derby, the Ryder Cup, then the Masters. I'm going to be – it'll be snowing outside, and I, it, I'm not going to know what to do. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, that's – you know, I, again, didn't want to like it, but it, it, is, uh, it, it is a higher end. Uh, the yeah. MSRP I got on this on Yahoo is 62 bucks. Um and I'm going to go out on a limb and say this is probably the line that 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 Corralejo used to be. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a stigma involved when a when a distillery has a diffuser on on, but there's a way to discern stuff. And and Jim and I, you know, unless we do a chromatography, unless we got somebody who who's got one of those, uh, and, and every distillery has it on, on their in their lab or the CRT has it in their lab. I'm going to go on a limb and say it's a brand of promise nominee in that Añejo category. I think it's well worth it. There's a reason that they use the cap that they do. This is there. If you've seen any pictures from the La Hacienda Corralejo, uh, these these fermentation tanks or aging reposado tanks, they're huge, and that's what they're famous for. They're famous for these tanks. That's what the that's what the cap is for. So. Um, there you go. There you have it. That's our take on the Añejo. Stick with us. Now we're going to go work backwards and we're going to do the, the Reposado, which comes in a different color bottle. Uh, but anyway, that's our take. I'm Mike Morales here in San Antonio. That gentleman out there is Jim Johnston in Youngstown, Ohio. You've been watching and listening to Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Aficionado Media on all of our channels. Please subscribe. 
Hit that notification bell uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, because that means every time that Jim is on a video, you'll be notified. And then on your smartphone, then you can watch him dissect me with me, or you know, you can just tune me out. Anyway, <laughs> what? Or well, me? You know, I'd say we got nothing to do. We're 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 stuck at home. So <laughs> whatever you do, tomar sabiamente. Sip wisely. <laughs>